No double turn here in terms of sports gambling here in the state of North Carolina. Top three stories here right at 3 o'clock alongside Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Sports betting in the North Carolina House has passed. So it's passed through the Senate. It has passed through the North Carolina House of Representatives. Now it goes to the desk of Governor Roy Cooper, and he has 10 days to sign it into action. It's all on you, Roy. It's all on you, Roy. It's all on you, Roy. Let's let's do the thing. One stroke at the pen. Sports betting would be legal in the state of North Carolina. Our friend uh, Brian Murphy, a WREL sports investigative reporter, already has a story up on WREL.com, WRLsportsfan.com. So, again, Roy Cooper, 10 days to pass this. And the earliest that we could see it here in the state of North Carolina in terms of legally making bets is January 8th. That is the early target date. Hmm. No more than 12 months from now will we actually have legalized sports betting. But the target date, January 8th. You know why, Chris? Why is that? That's my anniversary. Oh, is it? Oh, it's January 9th. Close. Oh, okay. So we can make Close. bets on the over-under of Chris's marriage. <laughs> we can Am make I going to make it to my 10-year anniversary on January 9th? You can do that on the 8th. Hammer the over. <laughs> Hammer the over. But that's college football national championship game. Yeah. So you want to have it set on a date where you're going to have a large influx of bets come in. A major event, for example, in Massachusetts passed it. They passed it on opening day of baseball season. So, again, a big major event day. Because you don't want to do it on a random Wednesday in the middle of February when the only thing going on is like a a Edmonton Oilers hockey game. And and you know what? I'm just glad North Carolina is just go, finally getting on board. Yep. Um, you know, we need to find and, you know, we're, we'll talk about different things when it comes down to money later on. But we need to find as many monetary sources as possible. Mm-hmm. And if this is something that could help us out, could help us out as a state with infrastructure or whatever, schooling, paying teachers, uh, whatever comes from this that can help us out, we need to get on board with it. And if sports gambling is one of those avenues, then let's bring it in. Well, one thing that we can bet on come Jan- if it does start in January, local basketball games. In terms of our schools and colleges, now we saw yesterday, Chris Lee, second thing here at 3 o'clock, Simeon Wilcher, a top-end recruit for the, state of, uh, for the University of North Carolina in the class of 2023, Asked for his release from his letter of intent. Yeah. Decommitting from the University of North Carolina. And that comes a week after Elliot Cadeau decided to reclassify up to come to Carolina a year early. And he's a guard. Simeon Wilcher is also a guard. Now, Trey Parker, a guard that was a a commit to NC State, is reclassifying to the 2024 class. He was supposed to be coming in this season. Decided to, I'm going to stay at overtime elite for one more year reclassifying is going to come in in 2024. So that's a different situation that we see with Wilcher. Wilcher just wants out of his letter of intent, wants to go somewhere else, whereas Trey Parker is going to go, you know what, I'll wait one more year, then I'll come into state. That's a smart move by him because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, NC State, Kevin Keats, People have called him Chef Boyar Keats over, <laughs> ah, okay. over this offseason because it up. he's absolutely been cooking it up over there. And uh, NC State has like the third best ranked uh, incoming transfer class in the nation. Yeah. Six uh, transfers coming in. And so what room would there be for Trey Parker? He's a guard, so not a lot. And so it's not just the players that are coming in through transfer. It's also the players who are staying at NC State. Mm-hmm. If you look at just the guards alone. DJ Horn coming in as a transfer. Casey Morsell staying for his fifth and final year. Michael O'Connell coming as a, as a transfer. Breon Pass, a junior. Jaden Taylor, LJ Thomas. Jaden Taylor's also a transfer. Mm-hmm. 
where was Trey Parker going to fit into that? Yeah, hard that's to find se- some that's time. That's seven guards right there if you include Trey Parker. So already there's going to be a little clog, uh, a cog there uh, in that hole. So it's probably smart for him. Hey, I can still get a chance to play in Atlanta at Overtime Elite. And then I can come in next year and hopefully have more playing time available for him. And also an opportunity for him. Yeah, he could have came, come in and redshirted and just sat on the bench. But that doesn't do him any good if he's sitting on the bench and not playing. So, yeah, staying one more year in overtime elite I think does benefit him in terms of he can still get on the court and play. And also with NIL. Yeah, he right? can still make because NIL money. Think about this. Red shirting probably isn't an option anymore, especially if you have the chance to to uh, make money through NIL, mm-hmm. depending on the athlete that you are. Now, if you don't have that platform, then maybe you can redshirt. But somebody like him, he's probably looking at probably making some money through NIL from Fayetteville. So he's yeah. he's a local kid. Um, it's probably best for him to go to overtime elite. Let me catch some of this NIL money in high school. Then I can go to college and then I can actually start playing my freshman year. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's again. This is different than what Semyon Wilcher in, in, in North Carolina. So it definitely is much different in that regard. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Also, real quick note in terms of uh, local college basketball: Derek Whitehead from Duke in the NBA draft, having another surgery on his foot. Having another surgery today, second offseason surgery. He had one um, before the season this past year. Had one, uh, you know, before the season. Had one after the season was over, and now this will be. His second offseason surgery, which basically will be his third surgery within a year. Mm-hmm. Um, he is considered to be a late first-round pick in the NBA draft, which is coming up, Dennis, in about, what, two weeks? June 22nd. Up. So uh, I know the birthday. date really well. It's my your birthday. birthday. Uh, so that's going to be something very interesting to watch. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think that's going to impact his draft status. Uh, but we'll see what actually ends up happening on June 22nd. Um, but very interesting news when it comes down to Derek Whitehead and his health. All right, final thing here in terms of our top three at 3 o'clock. We saw yesterday the Live Golf PGA DP World Tour, Tour announcing its merger. Well, now we're starting to see reaction from players. Roy, Roy McElroy of the PGA Tour, the Canadian Open coming up this weekend, shared his reaction on the merger. It was a surprise. I knew there had been discussions going on um, in the background. I knew that lines of communication had been opened up. Uh, I obviously didn't expect it to happen as as quickly as it did. But I really think that, you know, from what I gathered, the tour felt they were in a real position of strength. He also did say he still (sighs) hates Liv. He still hates Liv. You know, this whole thing is very interesting to me. And you, I was I was a reporter yesterday on television, so I, yeah. I didn't get a chance to cook on this one. And you got a chance oh, to cook oh, on yeah, this. Oh, I did. I called I called Jay Monahan, the yeah. PGA Tour commissioner, the hypocrite, because he is. If you don't mind. Phil Mickelson, like, those guys hypocrites? Go on. I'd like to saute just a little oh, bit. Oh, I want you to simmer, sir. Um, oh, turn the, do, actually, turn the heat up. Let's I'm going to do more than simmer Let's right cook. now. Here's one thing I think is very interesting, and it, and it shows – a continuation of a pattern here in the United States of America, right? Mm-hmm. That the corporation and the money is way more important than the person, right? Throughout our history as the United States of America, mm-hmm. we have continuously shown that money is more important than people. Now, money, of course, I just talked about money uh, for North Carolina because there's some things that we need for our infrastructure. We need teachers to get paid, but that's helping out the greater good. This, how does this help out the greater good? Especially when one of our potential foreign enemies 
is going to be owning part of this. And they've also seeped into uh, other parts of the sports world as well that we've seen recently having these huge contracts for other soccer stars or other types of stars. I am a descendant of people who were enslaved right here in North Carolina. There, so you can't say this is a new thing. Back when this whole place started, we showed that money was more important than the people, especially if we didn't like your skin color. Mm -hmm. So now let's go to this Martin Luther King Jr. quote. He said, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So if one group of people can start off being less important than what less important than the money, less important than the corporation, it's going to seep into everything else. And so how is this going to potentially impact us? Well, we don't know. No. But we do know that people are being politicized right now. If you are a different sexual orientation, if you uh, feel like you were born in the wrong uh, gender, if you have a different skin color, if you have a different religion, you are being politicized. Mm -hmm. you, that, you're not put, there's no importance being put on you. You're just being, polit being politicized. You are an argument up on Capitol Hill. That's all it is to help drum us up in the middle to argue against each other while other people are making money under us. Imagine all of the PGA Tour folks who turned down the money, especially Tiger Woods, Tiger to go Woods, to live. Rory McIlroy, and a now, lot of guys. And now all of this is happening right now under them. So as a citizen, how dare you go after the money? But when the corporations go after the money, hey, it's just business. Just business. So just don't be surprised. We are so divided as a country right now over a lot of things, over just who we are as people. We are divided just because of who we are. And now we see the takeover is happening because of the money. Just be worried about it. And that's all I'm going to say on it right now. The man tasked with putting together the roster, or one of the men in charge of putting together the roster, President General Manager Don Waddell joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Don, first of all, thank you uh, for your time. I do want to get your thoughts real quick. The North Carolina House of Representatives passing sports betting. It now goes to Governor Roy Cooper, who has 10 days to sign this into law. I want to know what your thoughts on it and how this impacts the Carolina Hurricanes in terms of the organization and what you all plan to do with inside the arena and hopefully developing outside the arena. Yeah, thanks, Dennis. <clears throat> We're excited about it. Uh, a lot of work's gone into this for, by a lot of people the last mm -hmm. three years. Just want to thank everybody involved uh, getting it through. Um, you know, what it does for us, it creates you – know, we're trying to create uh, a destination place. You know, we hold uh, hockey games, NC State basketball games, family shows and concerts. We want to be bigger than that. And this gives us an opportunity to bring people in that maybe not would not come to the arena. Um, you know, and it goes in the big picture as you talk about development. You know, we got some big plans around here to eventually uh, take some of this uh, parking spaces and turn it into a, a district that people want to be at with restaurants and hotels and, you know, uh, stores and everything else. So, you know, it fits right into what we're trying to do. You know, from a financial standpoint, you know, we can't be involved in the gambling, of course. Uh, you know, we'll pick up. We we hope is uh, sponsorship money from whoever does get the uh, yep. sports here. So, you know, it, every little bit helps. As you know, we're in a world of you know we can't keep up with everybody else with ticket prices and, and sponsorship uh, dollars uh, as some of the other markets. But these are things that can help us uh, at least make some uh, traction on that. 
Don Weldell joining us right now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. I'm Chris Lee. That is Dennis Cox over there. Uh, Mr. Waddell, I want to ask you about this as well because we've seen in the NFL uh, certain players start to get in trouble for betting in, within the team facility because uh, you know it's legal in their, in their state, but they're on their phone. They can't bet within the team facility or even bet on the NFL themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some players – who have said anonymously to some journalists that, hey, certain things weren't covered for us. When this does pass and, and Governor Cooper signs this, when you guys get all the team back together, what is going to be the plan for the Carolina Hurricanes to, um, I guess, educate the players on what they can and they can't do so that none of this happens to Carolina Hurricanes players where we're looking up and somebody's gone for an entire season because they've been betting? Well, we're going to remind them what their contract says. It's already covered off in the contract, the NHL uh, standard player contract. We we will remind them that uh, you know they're under contract for a reason, getting paid sums of money, uh, and this is just a non-starter. It's uh, something that uh, the league doesn't tolerate, and obviously uh, we as an organization would never tolerate it. So that that's that's the least of my worries. I got to be honest with you. You know, people uh, that wanted to bet. I'm not saying hockey players have had anybody could bet on any of these uh, different uh, offshore accounts and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, our worry about with our players and so forth is, is, is very uh, minor at this point. Don Waddell, president, general manager, of Carolina hurricanes joining us here on the Heaster automotive group hotline. You mentioned players and their contracts. You have a lot of players entering in the final year of their contract. Some guys that are restricted free agents like Seth Jarvis, uh, like Jack Drury, but guys go into the final year of their contracts that have unrestricted free agent status coming up, like a Sebastian Ajo. When you look at the players that have free agency coming up after the 2023-2024 season, we look at Sebastian Ajo being one of your front-facing players of the organization. What is the priority for him in order to get that long-term deal done with Sebastian Ajo? Well, yeah, you hit it on the, you know, the head. we got something good going here, mm-hmm. uh, players like the here and you know we have to treat uh, each contract uh, independently but uh, you know I've already had started conversations with uh, Sebastian's uh, agent you know to, to me uh, it's a critical piece of our planning process but you know I've spoken to quite a few of the agents that represent most of these players already just tell them hey you know we'd like to get this settled uh, not have a player going his last year's contract worried about you know, his contract where he's going to play the following year and that. And so, you know, no progress is made yet, but the, all those car calls have begun and uh, we'll continue talking as the summer progresses. Don, with free agency coming up, and, and you, we talked about sports betting and things like that, and as we're looking ahead to the future, of course Carolina is an attractive place for free agents um, because of just the consistency over the last few years, the system that's here, and, of course, head coach Rod Brendamore. But how do you think that the, the changes that eventually will be coming to PNC Arena uh, because of sports betting can make this a more attractive free agent destination if a player has to choose between uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and another place? Well, if we do it the way it's looking like it's going to go, and obviously we've got a lot of work in front of us, uh, you know, to become an entertainment district where, you know, people want to be in this area. And, and we think there's a huge benefit also to NC State uh, for recruiting purposes. You know, right now when they bring their players over, you know, they see the the, the football stay in, they see the 
ANC Arena, uh, but that's all they see. So we, we think there's a huge benefit for both organizations uh, from us, from a, rec- uh, from a free agency, and obviously them from a recruiting standpoint. So I think this can be a win-win for the teams, but more importantly, it's going to be a, a win-win for the uh, community. A couple of weeks ago, Don, you mentioned about approaching this offseason in regards to free agency. You're going to look to maybe be active in the trade market once again. Yes, you have a bunch of a salary cap space this upcoming season, but you have to look at salary cap for future years as well. And I remember a couple of years ago after you won the Central Division, we saw I think it was about eight or nine new guys on the roster. How aggressive are you looking to be when it comes to the trades as opposed to free agency? Well, I, th- I think, you know, my job is always to see if we can make our team better. Mm-hmm. And if uh, we could do something that we feel that uh, puts us in a different spot, then we're not afraid, as you know, we're not afraid as an organization to make moves. And uh, certainly I know my coach that I talk about this all the time because he brings everybody back and uh, he, he likes the stability of his players. And But yeah. he also understands that uh, we didn't win a cup this year. And if there's a chance to improve our team, uh, he supports it. So, you know, I think the free agent market, you know, as you said, we have cap space this year. Uh, we have to be very careful going into the, for the next summer. Um, and that's why sometimes, you know, trades might be more appealing, you know, as it was last year. And we picked up Max Pacioretty. Unfortunately, it didn't work out because of his injuries. But, yep. you know, we think there might be those types of deals out there again. You know, free agency, usually you have to give longer term than you really want to and usually cost you more money. And so we, we, we definitely, you know, we got – great core pieces and we want to be able to keep those guys together for as long as we can. So by doing that, we have to manage a cap and we just don't look at this year or next year. You know, we, we map this out for the next five years to see, you know, we have a pretty good idea where the cap's going to go pretty good uh, progression of how we see our young players developing, what they're going to get paid. So, you know, it's a long-term strategy and uh, you got to manage the cap. Uh, and as you said, we do have some money this year to spend and we'll see what comes about with it. Carolina Hurricanes General Manager Don Waddell joining us right now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Uh, here's my final question for you, uh, Mr. Waddell. Uh, when we're talking about free agency and we're also talking about trades, and but also trying to keep a certain core together, uh, but there are some improvements that we need to, that the Canes need to make for next year. Are we talking about a couple of new faces for next year? Are we talking about maybe multiple new faces for next year where you know the fans here are probably going to have to potentially get used to maybe five, six, seven new faces on the team. Yeah, I don't know what the exact number is, but I think you're, you're probably pretty close to it. You know, we got some spots that we know we want to uh, uh, upgrade on uh, for sure. And, you know, a little bit of dependent on our decisions, what we do with our goaltending. You know, we have uh, both guys are unrestricted also, uh, Ronta and Anderson. So, you know, it, it could be – probably as little as four and it could be as many as seven I guess uh just looking at the numbers from that standpoint Don Waddell Hurricanes president general manager thanks for your time I know it's a busy offseason for you the negotiations uh, the draft is just a few weeks away and the free agency is less than a month away best of luck to you this offseason we're excited uh and also congratulations on this past season getting to the Eastern Conference final is not an easy thing to do so congratulations to you and the organization on on the outstanding season that you all had you guys put together a great squad for this year yeah no we appreciate that you know like i said to my staff after it's always disappointing it takes you a few days to get over it but you know looking back at the year you know we're one of four teams playing we had the mm-hmm. second best regular season record we won three straight divisions and first time our franchise has been in the playoff five straight years you know playoffs isn't we don't even talk about that anymore now it's always about the next step 
how you're going to take it. So I appreciate you having me on the show, guys, and uh, thank you. Don Waddell, Hurricanes President, General Manager, joining us here on the Keystar Automotive Group Hotline. Also, a quick thing to point out, Chris, the only franchise in the NHL the last five years to win in the postseason. That's true. The only franchise in the NHL to win in the postseason. But something interesting you brought up in terms of, hey, we might see four or five new guys on the roster this upcoming season. And that makes sense because, again, Ronta, Freddie Anderson, free agent. St. Goss' pair, free agents. What do you do with other guys like, again, Max Pacioretty is a free agent as well. So there are are guys even on just the quote-unquote fringes of the roster that might be a little bit different as well. And even people that we know and known for a while and, you know, and, and, and maybe they're fan favorites here. Just don't know, like, who, mm-hmm. and we might have to say goodbye to some players so they can make room for something a little bit better so they can get a championship.